Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast, where we tell each other stories and learn from listening. Welcome to the Share Chair Podcast. We have Morgan, Emily, and then, if we're going by first names, Mitzi, yes. so, <laughs> um, who are all who all are working in various ways. Mitzi as teacher, Emily and Morgan as students at the uh, Alt Ed uh, here at Spring Lake High School. And the reason I have to tell you, so this is how it came up. Do you know Miss Van Single? No. Okay. I do. So I know you do, and <laughs> and so she she said you need to talk to some students at uh, the Alternative Ed, mm-hmm. and so. Miss Van Singel uh, started sharing just what she knew, which mm-hmm. was just a little bit. But she shared from the perspective of people at Jeffers, saying they're so thankful, Emily and Morgan, for your work. Um, so could you even describe that work? What is it that you do are doing at Jeffers? So for, for listeners, I should say, Jeffers is an elementary school that's within um, walking distance from our alternative education building and the high school, too. Um, and so how, could you explain what you do? Yeah, we just sing songs and make sure they're doing the motions or make sure they're like actually singing the song with us. And we'll just do a whole bunch of stuff with them, like crafts, all that stuff. Awesome. What time of the day do you guys go over there? We go over at 1230 okay. and then we come back at 130. So you're with an hour, and but but uh, maybe a piece that's missing is so you say with them which which grade what level students over at Jeffers? They're preschoolers. Preschoolers, and then it's the AI classroom, right? Yeah, it's which, the right. autistic um, preschoolers. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. And they're three and four. We also have two volunteers that work with uh, in tran- uh, students that's transitioning into kindergarten from that program, mm-hmm. and they're over there to help him with the transition. Um, but I think you guys do more than just you help. I mean, you interact with the kids a lot. And yeah. Like, when we get there, it's right after lunch, so we do, we'll, like, sit them down in, like, the book area, and they'll grab the books, and they'll, like, flip through them. And yesterday what was really cool is we actually got to take them to different parts of the classroom and read to them. And it was just a really cool experience because, you know, the boy I was working with, his name's Logan, Mm -hmm. and he got really into it, and it was like one of the books where you open flaps on the inside of it, and it has something underneath it, Mm -hmm. and he got so into it, and he was so excited, and I mean, it's not always that easy, because there is the times where they do have the breakdowns, and the meltdowns Uh so those aren't easy but if you know how to redirect them and help them then it's not as hard as you thought it would be how have you like even learned to help them you didn't just automatically know did you no I didn't um at first I was like kind of scared when I saw the meltdowns and now it's just kind of a normal thing and it's like okay well I understand and it's basically when they don't get what they want, mm-hmm. which is understandable. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. Um, <laughs> how have you learned to deal with them? Like, um, how do it you was work a, with the kids on that? It was a visual experience. Mm-hmm. Like, we saw how the teachers would redirect, and then they would teach us how to redirect the kids, too. Mm-hmm. So. And I can truly appreciate this because I have an autistic granddaughter mm-hmm. who's four, and so everything they say just kind of 
mm-hmm. goes to my heart. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course. Mm-hmm. And that's a good lesson to learn. I mean, mm-hmm. there are a lot of people, I think, in the world who don't really understand how to deal with those situations. Mm-hmm. So it's good that you guys are figuring that out. My students are some of the most empathetic students mm-hmm. uh, that I've ever seen. People, I should say, empathetic people, because they just, they're the type, I always say this, they're the type that if there's a, somebody broken down on the side of the road, they'll stop. Mm-hmm. and help without even thinking about it. And they have. I mean, mm-hmm. we've actually had students do that. So. Yeah, that, that happened not too long ago. Mm-hmm. That happened this year. What is it about um, this particular type or group of students that, um, that allows for more empathy? I think sometimes they've been the victims, um, not necessarily of bullying, but of just being out of the mainstream. And so I think they have that capacity to empathize with others because they can see what it feels like or they know what it feels like having been left out. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we talk a lot about empathy and about um, the be nice type mm-hmm. of thing mm-hmm. and how good it makes you feel. You know, it's, it's a reward, I mean, in and of itself, just being good and, and doing for others. And I, it's kind of contagious, and they, they've learned that through experiences, through these volunteer experiences, and through our relationship with Liberty Woods, mm-hmm. um, the senior housing where we ha- you know, get together with them four or five, we're going to be four or five times a year. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I just think that they've had so many maybe negative experiences in their own lives that they can then see the needs in others. Do, would you agree with her assessment? I mean, do you think you, would you say that, yeah, we're empathetic, which means I I feel with other people because you've been hurt or because you've been on the outside a lot? Is that, is that a, from your perspective, is that an accurate assessment or? Yeah. And, and, (laughs) and could you describe when that's been the case, a time where that's been the case or, um, you know? Speak to it. Yeah. Or just Mm -hmm. speak about that. Or how it feels <laughs> to be on the outside. I mean, with me and Morgan, we're pretty close. So, like, I don't know, maybe it was, like, a couple weeks ago. I had a huge breakdown, and Morgan was just there for me. She was empathetic and everything. Like, she knows what to say. She's, like, she puts sympathy towards what she says. I don't know. When I first started here at this high school, I was only here for five weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I was really, like, scared to transition into a new school. I came from Grand Haven, and it was like nobody really, like, saw me. I felt like such a huge outsider, mm-hmm. and it was just a really awful feeling. I did not like enjoy that and then I came to alternative and ever since I've tried to make sure that no one there feels like an outsider or like no one there feels alone it's great Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. we're more like family yeah Yeah, we can do that because we're smaller you know and um and we encourage not only myself but the students encourage you know when new students come to, as she said, make them feel welcome and become a part of the family. Um, so a lot of people who experience things like that when they've been left out and, and things of the like, they get very uh, disheartened, I guess you could say. 
you kind of have this mentality that I don't want other people to feel that way. Yeah. Like I did. How did, where did you learn that? Right, because other people really could say, I want other people to feel yeah. that way. I'm angry, I'm bitter, I'm, I want other people to feel the way I felt. But right. you're choosing not to. What, yeah. I don't know. I guess I just kind of looked at it, like, because I was the new student over at all at one point, too. And no one talked to me at first, either. And then it was kind of one of those situations where I had to talk to other people. And I didn't want, like, new students to feel that they had to talk to other people first in, in like, order to make friends. Do you feel like the setting has had any? I feel like because it's smaller, it's easier mm -hmm. to get to know everybody and to be able to... Um, just like meet with the new students and be like hey my name is Morgan what's your name do you want to come sit by us at lunch like something like that because it's not hard to not make people like feel awful <laughs> you don't want people to feel awful yeah. when coming into a new school I mean it's as simple as that yeah. Yeah. circling this back to the, the, the students you work with at Jeffers has that has that affected your outlook on life on kids on I mean you seem so excited to be working with them how is it how how does it change who you are to work with these students I mean before I never really had experience with autistic people at all and so I just thought everybody was kind of like the same like I didn't know how they acted or anything so like working with them <clears throat> kind of opened up my eyes to see how people are different and how other people can act from a disability that they have. Like, it's just an eye-opener, I guess. Are you guys seniors this year? <coughs> are you planning to graduate? Yeah. Okay. How do you see this all transitioning, like, outside of high school? I mean, like, high school's great and fine, but, you know, how are these experiences that you've taken from working in the senior living and then working with the little um, autistic children at Jeffers, how, like, what lessons are you learning from that? Um, I don't know, just that, like, learning new things and how to handle, like, new situations does take time, but that's okay. Like, if it takes time, then it takes time. Because you have to be able to get used to something in order to be good at it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, I guess a way that I want to move forward is, like, they've been talking to me about becoming a para-pro when I graduate, and they would really like me to, like, work with them in that classroom. And it's just something I would enjoy doing. I, it's so wonderful to hear the passion of working with these kids so it's just just has it been good yeah it's been amazing and it's really cool because you get to like learn all their names and then you get to figure out all their personalities and it's just really heartwarming when they'll come up to you and you walk in and be like hi and then like they'll come up and hug you and it's just one of the mm -hmm. sweetest things ever mm -hmm. yeah. can you talk a little bit about the relationships that you form with these kids are you paired with a single kid or do you have to you interact with all of them we interact with all of them okay so it's not like we're only talking with one certain student it's we get to be with all of them and it's really just 
a cool experience because we get to interact and teach them and just kind of be there for them when they're sad and happy and just kind of whatever they need. Mm-hmm. You working with them through the whole year? Yeah, until I graduate. Until you graduate, which is when? Hopefully February. Okay, cool. I'm not sure when I'm graduating. Sometime this year. Okay, good. good. She's a, Emily, I should point out, is actually a 10th grader. She's graduating this year. Oh, wow. wow. Terrific. She has, and Morgan, you're a, technically a junior. Okay, like the age of a junior, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my grade, like, my actual grade is a junior, but I'm now a senior because I've gone so fast through my credits. Good for you. Wow. For you. What's, what's post-graduation for the two of you? She just had um, orientation at MCC last night. Yeah. And? So, um, I'm going to go there for a couple years for my general education classes, uh-huh. and then I'm going to switch to a different class for psychology, and I want to be a social worker. Good for you. Wow. Right. And you? Um, I'm going to Baker in the fall, and I'm going to go for criminal justice. And eventually, once I get my bachelor's degree, I want to work in federal prisons as a correctional officer. Amazing. All right. Before, thank you. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Mitzi, before we're done, what is, could you speak to the value of this kind of social education, I guess? To me, this, where you're connecting to... Liberty Woods. At Liberty Woods. Mm -hmm. So the connection to Liberty Woods, the connection with Jeffers, the connection here here even to the high school. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the value of, of that um, from your educator's perspective? Uh, experiential learning is huge. Um, in, in getting into the situations, so often we judge people, you know, like the older people are like this or the younger people are like this, and I think it gives them a great perspective on life and on the differences in people, and it, it encourages that empathy then because they understand people who are different from them, um, not just their own peers and so on. Um, but I think that these students have a lot to give, and they, they need these outlets to give, but it's also been a learning experience for them. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's if people would just realize <laughs> that doing the right thing and saying the right things to people and going out of your way for little things, even to say hello yeah. or to smile at people, gives you such a good feeling. It's a reward in and of itself. It's not just good out, it's good in. It's really good in. And people will say <laughs> to me, how can you teach out at all? I say, number one, they're the best people in the world, these kids. And it's not just this year, it's every year. And, and Mike laughs because he said, well, you said that last year. And it's true. They thrive out there. They're great kids. But the other thing is, is that I teach there because I get so much out of it. I yeah. get more than I give. Mm-hmm. You know, it's mm-hmm. so rewarding. Awesome. I love these kids. Well, we love you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> thanks, everybody. Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for listening. Be sure to tune in next week for the next episode. And don't forget to submit works of art and writing to our website to spread a little more empathy.